Hi guys, welcome back to the Thick Fit Fitness Podcast. Hannah Polly and Courtney Jones here. Uh, Courtney, how are you doing today? How was your weekend? It was good. I feel like summertime, the weekends are just like so crazy busy. It's like you just one week after the other and there's always like activities or events or things going on. So we just had Father's Day this past weekend and I was gone like Friday night. I was gone most of the day Saturday. I was gone Sunday morning. So it's like there's always something going on, which I feel like a lot of our clients are like experiencing that too, where they're like, I just have something like every weekend and like kind of talking about how to navigate it and things like that. Um, but it's just like busy summer, summertime's just so much busier. And so that's basically how my weekend went was, uh, spending time with my dad and then hanging out with his family and his dad for Father's Day. Um, but overall last week was good. And then today is Monday. So we're going into a new week. Um, and I feel like Mondays are always like a good, good day to just like have a good week to kind of like set yourself up for, um, having a good week. But other than that, I mean, we're doing good. Um, Ollie, our, my puppy is doing good. Um, I left him out, which I was just telling Hannah this. Um, I left him out for the first time out of his crate for several hours while me and my husband were gone. Um, and I was very, very surprised how well he did. Like he didn't use the restroom in the house. He didn't get into anything. And like, when I leave him alone, he basically just sleeps or like lays down. So it's very surprising. And like, we'll even leave shoes like around and he doesn't chew on our shoes either. So I'm like, I'm very shocked because I know that that's like the thing that puppies do is like, I've heard stories like my brother was like, oh, we'll expect to have a mess when you get home. And like, you know, your curtains like dragged on the ground and like, you know, everything being chewed up. And I'm like, oh God, okay. <laughs> but no, he was, he was good. So I was very surprised that he did so well. Um, but which is nice because now we can kind of leave him out when, you know, we're just gone for a little bit here and there instead of putting him in his crate. Um, we still put him in there like when we sleep at night, which I think he still like enjoys that. Cause it's like his space to, to sleep, you know? Uh, um, space. <laughs> yeah. So he, he likes going in, into his crate to sleep at night. Like he'll just kind of go in there and go to bed when it's time at night he kind of just like knows but um other than that though he's he's doing good he's a lot he's a puppy you know but um I can't I don't think I could ask for a better puppy though just compared to stories that I've heard um so he's doing good I'm doing good so we're just we're all good over here um how is how is your week how are you doing that's so good to hear um my week was really good it's this weekend was like just craziness with um just I felt like one of those weekends just like what kind of like you had just like go 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 which was great it was so good to see family um we were at John's parents last night hanging out with them really late we didn't even realize we were just all talking and John was like oh my gosh it's like 11 45 I was like what <laughs> we didn't realize we just like we're off our phones you know which is great it was good to hang out with them so um I live like 45 minutes away from them so got home pretty late and I was telling Courtney too that I had some issues I had like I had so much food to eat last night when I got home. So I got home at, you know, 1230 AM guys. I had like two cups of rice to eat five ounces of chicken, four tablespoons of peanut butter. I had so many, so much food to eat to hit my calories. And it was so late. I'm like, I don't care. I'm going to get this in. Well, I go to like turn my microwave on, put my rice in. It was, it just wasn't plugging in, wasn't working. Something's going on with 
like there was like a fuse with my breakers. I don't know, but either way, now I have my microwave in my living room <laughs> using it there for now. Um, but it got the job done and I ate all my food. So I was pretty happy with that, but I woke up this morning feeling pretty bloated from it, <laughs> which I expected. Um, but oh my gosh, I also meant to tell you too on, I don't know if you guys like watch our stories, like wings are just like my obsession right now, like just like chicken wings. So John and I got uh, Buffalo Wild Wings the other day and I actually found like a way healthy alternative, but they're, they're like so freaking good. So if you go to Buffalo Wild Wings and you get, if you just order plain traditional wings, so like it's the traditional wings, not boneless with no sauce, like the macros are actually pretty darn good. And then I just get like my Asian zing spicy sauce on the side and I just like use a little bit of it and dip them. And then I use my Bolt House, like lower calorie ranch. Oh my God. I'm obsessed. It's like my new thing. I was like, this is so much healthier and it's so good. Um, so if you guys are wing people, but you want to save calories, getting your wings plain and just kind of like dipping it in the sauce. I swear it's, it's a win-win. I was so hyped. I'm like, well, now I'm obsessed with these. (laughs) So, um, had some wings this weekend and, um, but yeah, really just like, again, it was busy with family, which was great. Um, didn't really, didn't really work a lot over the weekend, which typically I am working, doing some stuff over the weekend. So it was just nice to spend time with family and spend time off my phone, but um, ready for a good week. Um, and yeah, so it was really, really good. It flew by as always. <laughs> yeah. I think that's a good example to point out too, is like this weekend I, I went out and like, I had some different foods too. Like you just said, like you had some wings and stuff. Um, and it's like a good thing to kind of just like talk about that on these like episodes because we're, you know, it's not that we eat salad and chicken and rice every <laughs> single day all the time. Like, you know, this weekend I went out and I had a date with my husband. Like we went to the movies, we actually had a steak dinner and then we went to the movies and like at the movie. I had like some popcorn, um, you know, and I had like a drink of his, a little bit of his icy that he had and like, you know, just enjoyed a couple of those things. It's not something that like, I just went crazy over, but I still like enjoyed it and ate it in moderation. You know, I didn't eat all of it just because I had it or to the point where I was like super full or anything like that. Um, enjoyed some like pretzel bites and, and stuff like that. Had a donut this weekend too. So it's like, I, I enjoyed a bunch of like variety of different foods. Um, but a majority of my weekend was whole foods. So like outside of those, you know, things that I ate, like my, you know, my dinner, my steak dinner was pretty healthy outside of that, you know, my meal for the rest of the day outside of eating that donut, like they were all, you know, nutrition rich, they were healthy, got in enough protein. So like, Um, you know, it's just important to like, talk about those things too, is like, we get out and like live our life and eat different foods (laughs) in moderation, but also to a majority of our week looks, you know, nutrition rich and looks like whole meals and, um, you know, getting in enough protein and things like that as well. Yeah, no, that is such a good point. And that just reminded me too. I I completely forgot. We got, um, we got crumble cookies. Have you seen that before? Oh yeah. Everybody it, loves those. Oh my God. It honestly, like, I feel like they were okay. I'm not a huge sweets person, but, um, we just wanted to like experience it. And one cookie is like 500 calories. So I've made half of a cookie fit into my macros. It was pretty good. Like it wasn't anything that I'm like, Oh my gosh, I have to go back. Like just to be perfectly yeah. honest. And John felt the same way. And he's like a big cookie person. He's like, it was okay. I'm like, yeah. But, um, but it was, just, it was fun to try it and just the experience it's, it's a really cool vibe in there too, but, but that's just funny. I feel really, really good. <laughs> it looks really good. And they're always super busy. Like whenever I'm like buy one or, um, yes. see one, like they're always busy, but 
I've never had them just because I'm allergic to like dairy and eggs, which they have those in that, um, in those cookies, but they look good. And I see people get them all the time. (laughs) Yeah. They're huge. They're humongous. I'm like, oh my, I was like shocked when it was 500 calories. I was like, there's no way, but they actually have like their nutrition, uh, info on the app. So, and it was already in my fitness pal when I went to log, I'm like, I'm going to make half a cookie fit. And I was like shocked that that was actually it. Like there's no way this cookie's 500 calories. And it totally was, it was just a chocolate chip M&M one. Oh wow! They're just yeah. like a plain, like normal cook, like normal cookie too. It wasn't like like the yeah. extravagant. Yeah, have- so they're probably more the crazy ones. Oh yeah. <laughs> sure. Um, but yeah, guys. So again, just kind of digging into our topic today. So something that we just see, you know, we see this so often with clients. The things that this is something that Court and I both have had like a history with as well. You know, in the beginning of our fitness journeys, you know really helping you guys focus on non-scale victories. And what we mean by that is, you know, as you go along your fitness journey, what to look for, what ways to track progress other than the number on the scale, you know, the number on the scale, it's that you shouldn't only be basing your success along your fitness journey with that number there, that number it, we, that could be like a whole nother call, but that number fluctuates so often. There's so many things that there's so many variables that come into play with like what affects that number. So something we preach to our clients and practice with our clients is focusing on non-scale victories um, along their fitness journey and what you should practice to like, you know, to track and look for along your fitness journey. Um, so we're going to kind of go over those today and what those are and like what to look for. And I promise you, it makes like your success along your fitness journey is so much more enjoyable when you're not just like focusing so hard on that number. Like we cannot stress that enough. (laughs) Yeah. And that number is just a number, right? Like we, we literally have no control over what that number is going to say. Um, and so like Hannah said, if we have other variables that we can focus on and that we can look at, this process is going to be so much more enjoyable. And I honestly don't feel like this is talked about enough in terms of like, what are other things that you should be like looking at or monitoring when it comes to like being on your health or fitness journey or like trying to lose weight or making, you know, just changes in that, in, in on that side of things or on that lifestyle side of things is like being able to look at other things and other variables outside of the scale. So like those non-scale victories and how to look at those, um, and, and be able to use those as like your wins and use those as like your motivation, because if you solely just focus on that number, and again, this number is a number that you can't control, like you're going to be discouraged because it's going to be an up and down moving number. Um, and so sometimes it's going to be up, like you could be doing everything perfectly, hitting your nutrition, your macros, whatever it may be perfectly getting to the gym, doing your workouts. Um, but then yet you step on the scale and the numbers up. Right. And so like, you just kind of forget about all the good things and all the things that you accomplished that week. And, you know, you forget that there is like good things and good changes happening. Like you're feeling good, your energy's better. Like, you know, your clothes might be fitting better. All of those things, you kind of forget about it when you just step on the scale and you see that number. So if we, if you can take away anything from this episode, it would be like other things that we need to be looking at outside of the scale that help us see the changes and feel the changes that we want to be seeing and and feeling like throughout our fitness journey that isn't always reflected on the scale. Yes, 100%. And, um, you know, the thing with the scale too, is like, it only, all it measures is what is set on top of it. So, you know, it doesn't take 
muscle mass into consideration. It doesn't take body fat percentage into consideration. So as you guys have probably heard, or you've heard us talk about, it's like muscle weighs more than fat. So let's say if I only based my progress off the scale. So for example, three or two and a half years ago, I weighed 129 pounds, somewhere around there, 125 pounds. Now I weigh 158 pounds. So I'm heavier, but I'm like way happier with my physique now versus then um, because I built more muscle on my frame. Um, I'm really just as lean, just have more muscle because muscle weighs more than fat. So if I only tracked my progress based on that number, I'd be freaking out, right? Like, oh my gosh, I'm like 30 pounds heavier than I was two years ago. But in reality, it's like, that's mostly muscle. And, you know, because I focus on non-scale victories, how I feel like I'm so much more confident in my body at 150 eight pounds than I am, than I was at 125 pounds, you know? So that's just something to consider. And again, that's why we don't solely base our progress off that number because it's just a number. It does not, it does not determine your worth or your success, um, along your fitness journey. So, you know, just to get started with that, like with our clients, like we have a check-in process with them, but the first and foremost, most important thing along your fitness journey is take progress photos. Like I literally cannot stress this enough. And when I first started my fitness journey, I wasn't on, um, I wasn't on social media or anything. So like, I never took progress photos and it makes me so sad (laughs) because I'm like, I have some to compare to from a few years ago, but I really don't have like hardly any to compare to from 10 years ago when I really started lifting. And that sucks because again, throughout the years, I've really, really died. Like I I was very scale-based for a while where I'd only weigh myself, check my weight. I didn't go off photos, you know? And so have to always express that. It's like, take pictures of yourself along your fitness journey, take progress photos, whether it's weekly or biweekly, because that way you can see the changes. You know, we see ourselves every day in the mirror. So when typically our clients, when we send them back their side-by-sides after like a month, they're like, oh my gosh, my body's changed so much. And it's like, I didn't even see that. But like, because of those progress photos, regardless of what the scale says, they're seeing that progress. You know, it's exciting and it motivates them. So seeing a change in your progress photos or just photos in general, maybe like a photo of you with friends from a few years ago versus now you look, you know, you feel more confident. That's a huge win. And that's something to be proud of regardless of like what the number says or, you know, what the scale says. Yeah. I really wish I would have took more photos. Like when I first started, like I wasn't really on social media or anything like that. And I honestly didn't even really like think about taking photos. It's just one of those things where I'm like, Oh, I'm going to try to lose weight. So where I'm going to look at the scale um, and I'm going to use the scale to help me like lose weight and just change my nutrition or my eating and things like that. Um, so I definitely wish I would have took more to like compare, but Um, you know, I weigh as much now as I did several years ago, but like my body composition is totally different. Just like you said, like you may, you weigh more now than you used to, but like body composition changes. And like, especially if you're lifting weights and like, you're getting stronger, like you're building muscle. And so, um, you know, the more muscle that you have, like that is going to take up space on your body, which is in turn going to make you weigh more on the scale. Um, but that doesn't necessarily mean that your body isn't changing and you're not losing body fat because typically you are, if you're, um, you know, going to the gym and and monitoring your nutrition and things like that, like your body composition can really change, which is why it's really important to take photos, just like Hannah said, and, um, you know, taking progress photos, because, you know, we do this process, like with our clients, where we require them to take them, um, you know, throughout their weeks to be able to kind of look back. And it is, it is always hard at the beginning to, to kind of like take photos to realize like where you're at and where your starting point is. Like, it's not always easy to do that. 
but doing that is so important to be able to like look back at your journey of like where you started and, and the changes that you're making. And, you know, sometimes as I'm sure that you can agree with this, Hannah, too, is like we've had clients that have like tremendously lost like a ton of body fat, like in their photos where they just look completely different, but the scale really isn't that big of a difference. Um, I've had clients look like they lost like 30 to 40 pounds. And like, even other people will tell them that they've maybe lost like 10 pounds on the scale. And And it's because they're going through the process of like building muscle, losing body fat, their body composition is changing. Um, just all of those things are, are changing. And so that's something really, really important. And I can't emphasize it enough because so many times I hear that statement of like, well, I'm doing all the things and I'm, you know, eating better and I'm going to the gym, but like the scale just isn't moving and you get like really, really upset and frustrated. And so like my one piece of advice is like, if the scale really is like determining your progress, like just don't even use it. Um, because again, it's, it's just a number and it's a number that you can collect data in over time or, or collect or have that data over time, but essentially it really doesn't do anything for you. Um, and it really is just a number, like it it doesn't really determine anything. And I think, I mean, obviously just like in the world and dieting culture and things like that, that we live in, like we've been told to like, look at the scale. Um, and you know, if you want to lose weight, then that means that, the scale or the number on the scale should be going down. And so you're not losing weight if that number isn't going down. And that's totally not true whatsoever. Um, because there's about a billion and one reasons why that number on the scale changes every single day. Like I can tell you right now, like my, my number, like the number on the scale for me, my weight on the scale is different every single day. And that's goes for everybody normally. Um, you know, because the, the workouts that we do are different, the intensity that we do, um, you know, the recovery for our body, the water that we intake, the sodium that we intake, the food, the types of foods that we're eating. You know, if we had a bowel movement yet, if we haven't went to the restroom yet, um, like all of these things play a huge role in that number and multiple other reasons outside of that. Uh, so that's just something to remember is like always kind of pay attention and take progress photos for one. Um, it, it can be super helpful for versus just focusing on that scale number. Yes. No, that is extremely important. I'm glad you brought the point where like clients look like, like you guys see the photos that we post for clients. You might look at those pictures, like Courtney said, like, oh my gosh, that, that girl has had to have lost 30 pounds because her pictures look like it. But like, like Courtney said, the scale might say 10, but it's like, again, if, if that female only based her progress off the scale, she wouldn't even see how freaking amazing she's actually done. You know, it, if you, if you solely base your progress on the scale, it takes so much away from this journey and how much you're actually accomplishing. So um, I'm glad you brought that point up because it's so, so true. And it's um, like the mental transitions that you make too. Like you, people don't pay attention to that, but that's like the biggest part of this whole journey is like the mental component that changes when you go throughout this fitness journey, because you're, you're taking action and doing things for yourself and showing up for yourself in a way that you weren't doing before, which has a big, um, like has a big part in the mental health side of things as well. Yeah, no, that's such a good point. And that's something too, that like progress pictures are amazing, but they just don't show the mental shift that we see in our clients. Or maybe that you guys listening to this have felt along your fitness journey. It is everything. And that's also something to like really like, I don't know how to word that, but to really focus on like, wow, look how much, like, 
look how much my mental health has improved since last year, since I started exercising, taking care of myself. Like I feel so much better. You know, I, I have more mental clarity. I, I feel genuinely happier. My relationships have improved. Like something I hear often is like our clients who are married, they're like, oh my gosh, my marriage has improved like 110% because like, I'm just happier. And like the people who love me, see me happier and it makes them happy. You know, it's like, it's like a domino effect. Um, and then like the mental health side of things that can go in so many ways. Like, you know, again, just like improving your confidence. Like, like Courtney said, it it's, there's something sexy about like setting goals and accomplishing those for yourself, you know? And that's, what's like beautiful about like a fitness journey is like, no one can do these things for us. So everything that you're accomplishing mentally and physically, like you're doing that, you know, and that's, that's so great for our confidence. And that's something we see a lot in our clients. It's like their confidence just skyrockets as they go along their fitness journey. Now I'm not saying every day, they're having like it's like rainbow and flowers obviously you know there are definitely higher and lower days and how we feel about ourselves but overall confidence improves so much and that's something to focus on you know look at your confidence like do you feel more confident in what you're wearing do you feel like I notice our clients too they always I notice when they're starting to gain more uh, confidence in their pictures I'm sure Courtney you can see this too where maybe they'll start like sending us like flexing selfies or they'll they'll be like they'll start like flexing in their updated progress photos so like you build confidence along your fitness journey too, like not only physically, but like mentally. And that's a huge, huge win. Like that's something to celebrate and be proud of because as I always say, like, I feel like I'm like our mentality through all this is like the foundation. So that's a huge non-scale victory is to focus on how much like your mental health and confidence has improved. Yeah. And also too, like when they start posting selfies, like on social media and stuff of just like, that's not something that they did before, but then you can kind of see like, their confidence and the way that they're feeling about themselves and their body is just like ultimately improving because they start to, you know, like you said, take the progress photos a little bit different and get a little bit more like sassier in them and like yeah. flex in them. Um, and then, you know, also posting just like things on social media and like tagging us in it or, um, you know, selfies on social media and things like that. Just taking more pictures like of yourself too. Um, like it's just because you feel good and you feel confident and that's definitely improved like through, you know, your health and fitness journey. But that's another component to like pay attention to is the way that you're like, mental health and your confidence and like the way that you're feeling in your body, all of those things, um, you know, how you feel about those things and how they're changing over time. And, and like throughout this process versus again, just that number, because if you just focus on that number, you're missing out on all of that. Like you're missing out of all these things that are changing and that are improving and just solely thinking like, oh, just because this number isn't moving, you know, up or down, I'm not making the progress that I want to make. You're, you're missing out again on all these other variables that are changing and that are improving. Um, so another one that we talked about earlier was just like how your clothes are fitting. And this is a, I feel like this is the biggest one that I get from clients too. It's like, you know, I, the scale's not really not moving, but like, I can just see how my clothes are fitting different or like how I'm looking different in the mirror or like, you know, I'm seeing just like lines that I didn't see before, or like, you know, my bicep or my shoulder, or like, you know, my quad or something like that. Like they're just seeing changes, like in their body, in their photos, like in the mirror and just overall, like how their clothes are fitting as well. Like wearing old clothes that maybe didn't fit before, um, or having to get rid of old clothes and having to go buy new clothes because their old clothes don't fit anymore. Um, and so that's another thing to pay attention to outside of the scale is like, how are your clothes fitting? Like, how are they feeling? Like, clothes that you normally wear, how are those fitting different? Because you typically know, like if you're wearing the same clothes, you know, on a weekly basis, 
how they're changing week after week, like as your body composition is changing and how you're, um, and how they're changing, like throughout your, your fitness journey and your health journey. Yeah, no, it's, that's such a good point too. And again, it's one of those things where it's like, if you, if you are someone who weighs yourself and you have one of those days, you're like, oh my gosh, my weight's up, you know, four pounds or whatever. It's like, it's it's important to think, okay, but like my clothes are fitting differently. You know, again, like we kind of keep going back to, it's like, there are so many other variables to track your progress, especially when you're having like a bad day. Like something I always like help coach clients through if they're like, gosh, for some reason the scale is up, which again, we always like to explain why the scale could be up because there's always a reason why the number on the scale is up, but it's always important just to dig like, wow, even though my, the scale's up, but like, gosh, I felt great this week. You know, I felt really confident in this outfit. My, you know, my pants fit better than they did, you know, a few months ago. So this is huge because again, as your body composition changes, clothes are going to fit you so, so differently. Like I cannot express this enough. And this is probably one of the most common, like non-scale victories that like we have our clients focus on too, or just how clothes are fitting so, so differently. Like I love when clients are like, I, my, like my pants are falling off me. I'm like, yes, that's amazing. (laughs) That's great. It's always like a, it's like a oddly satisfying. Cause it's like, it's amazing. It's a huge win, but it's also like, damn, I got to get more clothes now. (laughs) Yeah. That's one of my clients. She's like, I have to buy all new clothes now. I'm like, yeah, it kind of sucks, but also too, like it's exciting because you get to buy new clothes that like make you feel good and that you feel confident in now that, you know, she's lost a lot of weight. It's like her old clothes are just way too big and she doesn't like wearing those either. So, um, you know, it, it's one of those things I've been through. I've definitely been through where I've had to like get rid of a whole closet full of clothes because they just no longer fit me. So like, it's exciting, but then also you're like, man, I got to buy, buy new clothes. Um, but yeah, so there's, there's a lot of different variables when it comes to play in terms of like what you can look at and of non-scale victories. And ultimately too, like, I always like to say, like, are you just showing up and doing the things that you know that you need to be doing for your overall health and your fitness goals? Because if you are, then like, that's something to look at as well. Like, what are you doing on a day-to-day basis? Like, did you go to the gym today? Like, that's, that's great. Like, that's a win. Um, you know, and did you show up, you know, maybe the scale's up tomorrow, but I know today I went to the gym, I drank my water, I hit my macros, like I did all the things. So like, that's what matters is knowing that you showed up and that you did the things that you know that you need to be doing, um, even if the scale goes up or down and just having confidence in that is super important of like, I'm doing what I need to be doing. And, you know, in, in relation to the scale, it, it has nothing to do with like me and me showing up for myself and who I am and the value that I have, like for myself and the progress that I'm making and things like that, um, is important, but also looking at these other things that we mentioned and like, taking progress photos, your clothes fitting, you know, energy levels, improving and just feeling better overall, which is another big one, like within the first couple of weeks of someone, you know, taking on their health and fitness journey, improving their nutrition and water and daily movement, things like that. Like that's the biggest thing they'll see is like their energy levels change. They start to feel so much better. They start to feel confident. Like we said earlier, their mental health is improving. Like they just feel so like motivated and ready to go and like confident in everything um and and just happier in general but also just being able to see yourself in the mirror as well and just seeing those changes over time it's not like you know you're going to look in the mirror every day and something's going to be different but over time you'll start to see those changes just like in your progress photos like over time you'll start to see changes in your progress photos as well 
Yeah. Yeah. There's this, and that's the beauty of this is like, there's just so many other things to focus on, you know, and, and, and again, steering away from like a scale based, you know, mindset, you're going to be, you're gonna have such a better experience along your fitness journey. It's going to be better for your mental health. Again, it's like, there's so many other factors to consider. So, um, you know, if you, if you are someone who is very scale based, which honestly, most, I'd say most of our clients who come to us are like, they've had this, you know, years of just like, you know, getting on the scale every day and not understanding, you know, why the number is going up. It's like, you know, having education around it, of course, makes a huge difference as well. Understanding why that number fluctuates, which we could honestly do like another call on that at some point. It's a good idea for an episode. Um, like having the understanding of why it's, you know, might fluctuate a lot, but also again, just having these types of things to like other means of progress to track. Um, also measurements are a really good one. Um, measurements also, even though they're great, they can also be a little bit how do I say that? Like they can be inaccurate sometimes, especially as you start building muscles. So like, for example, if I measure, if I had measured my thighs for the last three years, my thighs have grown like way, way. Cause I wanted to, I built so much more muscle. So obviously they're going to be like higher, you know, the measurements are going to read higher, but like just going along your weight loss journey, like the, another, if you're like a numbers based person, another good alternative to weighing yourself is like doing measurements each week as well, or each week or bi-weekly or monthly, however you want to do it. But, um, that's like another good way. Cause some people just like, they, they like something number based to track is something I've noticed with cl- some clients. I'm not like that at all. I'm just like, Hey, as long as my clothes fit good and I feel good, that's all that matters, but everyone's different. So that's like another, um, way to track progress as well. Just kind of measuring, um, your body, like your legs, your core, your arms and whatnot. And you can see those changes as well. Yeah. I think measurements can be good. Um, it can be good for another measure of like body composition change. And so like what your goals are too. So for example, like my goal was to maintain my like weight loss. So keep fat gain minimal while also growing my legs and my glutes. So measurements really helpful in that aspect, because I could measure obviously where I carry my most of my fat, which I know is in my midsection and my upper body. So if I can measure my upper body and my midsection and see that, you know, nothing is really changing, it's not really the numbers not getting higher. That means I'm keeping body fat minimal in those areas, which I know is where I gain fat most. Um, and I'm also, you know, by measuring my legs, I'm able to see, Hey, like these are the numbers going up, they're growing, like they're getting bigger. And that's kind of my ultimate goal. So again, dependent on what your goal is and like what you want to see measurements can be super helpful and you can take them weekly, but honestly, most measurements don't change weekly. So even just taking them like maybe once a month can be helpful, um, to utilize that. So versus, you know, doing the scale every week or every day or however, um, you would typically do that. Maybe just go with your measurements every couple weeks or every month and just see how like those are changing. Um, but ultimately too, it's again about just like showing up and, and doing the work that you know that you need to do to get you to that goal that you want to reach is that's what's most important and focusing on that and how you're feeling throughout that process as well. Yes, for sure. And again, focusing on the non-scale victories, that's, what's going to make this a lifestyle for you. Again, focusing on all these things, this is what makes it enjoyable. It makes you fall in love with the process. Like you're not controlled by that number any longer. Um, and like I was saying before, like if you're someone who you're like, you know, how do I 
how do I get away from this scale-based mindset? Um, like something I've had clients do literally, I'm like, take the batteries out and put it up. Like, don't even get on it. <laughs> and then, you know, they don't always have to do that. Cause again, we, we give our clients like the education along, like why the number could be up. We explain to them, we look at all their biofeedback and explain why it's up. But um, if you're someone who like, you know, for clients who've had a really toxic relationship with the scale in the past, I always say like, listen, like if you can't control it to where like you get on it every day and it's like, if it brings you more negative energy than positive in your life, get rid of it. Like either throw it out or I would say take the batteries out. So you're not like wasting a scale. <laughs> um, I'm sure you paid for it, but, um, and that, or like have your significant other, whoever you live with, like hide it from you. You know, I mean, that sounds like extreme, but honestly, like sometimes it takes those measures. Cause like old habits die hard. So, um, that's like a really good way to just kind of like get rid of the scale and start focusing on these non-scale victories. Um, but also like something we tell our clients to do a lot too, is just having like any type of like journaling method. So it just helps you kind of like focus on what you are accomplishing. So each day, maybe write down one or two things. It could literally just be in like your Apple notes, or if you're someone who journals at night, like write down, wow, I felt really confident today in my outfit. Like my jeans are fitting differently than they were a few weeks ago. Um, just like always reminding yourself of these victories that you're accomplishing every week or every other week, how, whatever it may be. Um, just reminding yourself of that. It really makes a big difference. I know that sounds silly. You're like, okay, Hannah, like, come on, journaling is not going to help, but it really can. Cause again, it, what it does is it helps train your mindset. It helps you start seeing and feeling the changes versus just focusing on that number and what it's reading. So that's just like some general insight to kind of help you get away from like a scale and a, a toxic scale based relationship, I guess I should say. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. You can definitely use the scale. I mean, that's just something that I always tell clients is like, like you said, if it's bringing you more negative energy than positive energy, then like, we don't really need that. And if it's bringing you like more frustration and doubt within yourself, like that's not something that we want. Um, and so again, like put it up, get rid of the batteries, like whatever it may be. Um, and just step away from it. Even though I use this scale in the beginning, I don't think that I made it a continual thing because it did frustrate me. Um, and it was like, you know, I'm just going to keep doing what I'm doing. And then later, you know, a couple of weeks from now, I'll weigh myself and see how it's going, um, or see what the scale says. Um, but again, I, I don't think like I ever became obsessive with the scale, like in the beginning of my, of my fitness journey. And now, I'm just at a point now where I've been doing it so long that I understand the fluctuations and how my body composition and how things change and, you know, what influence that influences that number on the scale. And so like, we're always just trying to educate you guys, but also like our clients too that like weigh in, um, and, and like see that the scale is up and, and explaining like about their week, like what might've and influence that. And so having that education is really, really important. Um, but you know, if this scale, if the, you do get on the scale, the numbers up, just ask yourself some questions and like, well, you know, how did yesterday go? Did I get enough sleep? Did I get enough water? What did my nutrition look like? Were things a little bit different yesterday? Did I have a really good workout? You know, did I not go to the restroom before I weighed myself? Like I normally do, like, did I eat really late last night? So like, again, there's a lot of variables that play a role in that. Um, but really the, the point of this episode was just to point out, there's a lot of other things that you can pay attention to besides that number on the scale that will help you, um, see the progression and the changes that you're making in your life throughout this journey. 
Yes. Yeah. And, and again, it's not going to be like a mindset that happens overnight, you know, especially again, like we've had clients who have maybe been had a toxic relationship with the scale for 10 plus years. So just give it time, you know, again, really, like really, really focus on dialing in on these non-scale victories that we talked about. And I promise you doing that, you're going to have such a better experience along your fitness journey. And ultimately the better the experience, the more likely it is to stick and, and, you know, turn into a healthy sustainable lifestyle. Um, but overall, like I hope this topic helped and gave you guys some insight on things. Again, these are things that we make our clients like focus on <laughs> and that we focus on. Um, and it really, I promise you, it changes your life so much and just your perspective of fitness. And it creates such a healthier journey for yourself and just makes it more enjoyable. So this is a huge, huge, huge piece of your fitness journey. So, um, but yeah, we hope this like, you know, brought some insight and hope this helps. Um, as always, our inboxes are always open. If you guys ever want to ask questions about this, um, or as always, like, you know, feel free to share any suggestions of things you want to hear us talk about. Um, and if you like this episode, please feel free to send it to someone who maybe could, it could benefit from like, if, you know, if you have a friend who maybe has like really toxic relationship with the scale, send this to them, like, let them listen. Um, leave us a review. Give us feedback. We'd love to hear from you guys. But, um, but like I said, I hope this was helpful. And we appreciate you guys so much being on this episode. And we'll see you next week. Yes. Thanks, guys. Bye. Bye.